This is Gay Hound to Trap One, reporting live from uh, Utopia. Well, not well, we're live like now. Obviously, when you're listening, you're not live. We're not live, but you know, from uh, the Utopia Convention in Wyboston, which is near Bedford. In case you did not know that already, I'm Pete, and I'm Joe, and we've been having a lovely time. It's currently Saturday afternoon, mid-afternoon on Saturday. We've had our lunches, and we thought we'd give you a little. Precious, if that's the word, is that a word? It is. Of um, of what we've been up to so far. I'm going to do edits on this. What have we been up to so far, Pete? Well, let's talk. Yeah, well, we've been waiting a long, long time for this convention, haven't we? I came to this for one day. Uh, I came to the Sunday in 2019 and was like, that was amazing. I'm going for the whole weekend next time and signed up right away. And then there's just some little inconveniences seem to have got in the way and delayed it somewhat. Really? What could that be? I know, just just scheduling. I blame Michael Grade basically. (laughs) Whenever anything goes on, hey. Us. But here we are. We've got it. Real convention is happening, and it's the first, it's still being done semi-lockdowny. So we're all wearing masks when we're in um, shared spaces, and we're in bubbles. Who were you most excited to come and see here this weekend? I mean, who's who's actually here this weekend? Apart from you, you mean? Well, I, I was kind of leading to saying <laughs> I'm basically here to see you. But there are, are also some but, very famous people here too. There are, but let's be serious. It is really lovely to just be in a place with other people who like Doctor oh, Who and lovely yes. people who you've met online or chatted to on Twitter and, and just saying hello to a familiar face who you, you recognise because of their... And the most exciting thing that's happened so far is that we came second in the quiz last came, night. Yeah, and amazing. I we know. even beat the Phantom guys. That is, that was really. And and there, no, there were not only two teams. There were like about ten teams or something. And so that was good. A very good quiz, I think. Excellent quiz. And setting. I was a little bit drunk at the time <laughs> as well. So yeah, good on us. Very good on us. So who but, who is here? Who is who here? Is it's here? a whole cavalcade of people. We have got. We've already had on on Friday. We already had Caroline Ford, Emily Cook. So I met Carol Ann Ford yesterday. I missed her. I'm very pleased to report that uh, when I went up to uh, went up to speak to her, she got very moist. I.e. a pen leaked all over her hands, and I have this effect on women quite a lot. Were you were you the, were you squirting ink? No, like a squid. Uh, we, we, God, or she, maybe is she is she like some, is it some kind of defence mechanism like squids have? I think she, she saw would you coming. Talk to me, she's cleaning up her hand for like three minutes and completely ignoring the fact that I'm standing there like a lemon. And she went, "Oh, hello!" Like, no, no, no. Oh, we said hello. Like, she was very sweet though. She was very nice. Her interview panel was great. I've not seen yeah. her uh, being interviewed live before. I've seen her on film, on clips and things, obviously. But um, and she's so so bubbly and and giggly and 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 fun. And uh, yeah. somebody asked her the question, um, "What is coming next in her career?" Mm-hmm. Hot off the press, guys. She doesn't know. Or, well, she wouldn't but, tell us. She would not tell us. Apparently, she's been put in touch with a fantastic agent yeah. who has put her um, up for something amazing. Yes. And that's all we know. No. Yeah. Rumours. We were trying to start rumours, um, but um, none of that took off. So we'll Well, David said it. she's she's going to be in Doctors, but yeah. I think I, he's being <laughs> facetious, I think. <laughs> um, and who else did you see yesterday? Um... That was it, actually. No, it was it was well. Emily Cook was in the room as well, who is very charming, and she gave a, an interview for a little while about Doctor Who magazine. Excellent. Uh, but I didn't hit, listen to that, so I couldn't tell you anything about it. <laughs> you were too busy making a mess of Caroline Ford's but lovely today. Hands. Oh, I also need to tell you that the food in this place. Okay, we're talking <laughs> hit and miss. Okay, yeah. the breakfast is incredible. 
Um, I know. I thought there was a time when I thought I would never again have a hotel buffet breakfast with a uh, toast machine. Even the toast machine was on perfect behaviour and yeah, gave out perfect terrific. toast. Maybe maybe they need to be switched off for a year. However, and, and that makes them work. Our TripAdvisor uh, rating for the <laughs> Wyberson Resort is going down for their severe lack of chocolate desserts. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Treacle tart and pear tart. Do not cut it. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> nothing to do with Doctor Who <laughs> no. at all. Yeah, but apart from that, apart from the tarts, it's really good. Uh, There's a fair few tarts around <laughs> here as well, I'm telling you. Although, when, when Richard Franklin, who I think has attended Doctor Who conventions before, on his panel turned to the male audience and said, I know, guys, you may have this trouble with your girlfriends. And then, and <laughs> Richard, Richard Franklin said that, people. I know. And Katie Manning's jaw dropped, and that takes quite a lot of doing. Oh, and in a glorious moment of spectacular melodrama, Katie Manning stood up, threw her arms wide, and said, I am the Doctor. Oh, yeah, the, her, her John Pertwee making an entrance, I think, was quite remarkable. So who have we seen today? We've well, seen... we've sk- Hang on, hang on, oh, timey-wimey. Oh, oh, there oh, was also, on Friday oh. night, there was a, a lovely... Uh, <laughs> Uh, somewhat freewheeling and somewhat off-message performance by Michael Jaston doing a uh, doing oh, a doing an interview. Oh yes, uh, he's, um, he's full of full of stories and full of opinions, and some well, of them are slightly controversial. Yes, maybe a little bit. Daily this Daily Telegraph possibly veering into Daily Mail at times. The sweat on the interview brow <laughs> was visible, like cut jewels. Paul, it was like cliff, proper cliffhanger faces. Like, where is he going with this? Where is he going with this? And this you could just see the crash zoom on being the film. <laughs> to YouTube live, so there yes. was no way of coming back. Nice stories, as well as a little bit of uh, yeah, political no, he, correctness he gone mad. He talked about a lot of his career away from Doctor Who, because obviously he was only like a villain in one season of Doctor Who. So he talked a bit about Sherlock Holmes, didn't he, and Jeremy Brett? That's right, he worked with Jeremy. Yeah, and that was really that was really interesting. Here, so I'm a huge fan of that those Granada uh, Jeremy Brett things. And uh, um, too. um yeah, yeah. Do you remember the one that Robert Hardy was in? Yeah, it was bloody terrifying in that. The yeah. master blackmailer. That's right. Yeah, and and you know, and everyone, it's almost a cliche to say it, but everyone says Jeremy Brett would have made a fantastic Doctor Who. I don't know if he would, might not have done it the same as he did Sherlock Holmes, but he was just such a charismatic actor. And then we had the quiz, and then we just stayed in the bar having drinks with people and oh, uh, chatting. Yeah. Basically, I, just, I wandered off and never came back, didn't I? You did. You, <laughs> yeah. You, yeah. You just said, "Watch me. Make sure I don't drink too much." And then you had two, uh, w- you had two drinks, and I got a text saying. Oh, I'm tired, I've gone home. I'm a lightweight, all right. <laughs> uh, no, um, no, it was enough for me. And then I was, uh, th- this is completely irrelevant, but I was going to, I fell asleep when I got in and then the person I was sharing a room with careered into the, <laughs> I, I don't know what you did with him, but honest to God, he was absolutely hammered by the time he got in. And then I spent three hours laughing in bed. And you don't want to know what I was talking about. I do, well, well, I don't want to know what goes on in your yeah. room, in your <laughs> dormitory. Oh, there's many. It's, well, honestly, it's worth paying extra for a single room. You get a good night's sleep. That's what I'll say, there dear you listeners. Uh, you don't yeah. get a bath. No. Yeah, double rooms. They've got a, they've got a bath. They've got a cook and a stove. Well, I can make an omelette. He can't. No, I've got a telly and a, I've got a writing desk. I could bring a typewriter and sit and type articles, Sarah Jane Smith style. Can I just say, With... um, <laughs> about 10 minutes ago, Pete walked past Camille Kajuri and grinned maniacally at her. But with a mask on, so she couldn't see. <laughs> so as far as she was concerned, this guy was just glaring at her. And then just as we passed, she, she did a really friendly, hello. And by that time, I'd already gone past her. And so I was like, I can't turn around and shout. So I've just blanked you. Was and... she wearing a miniskirt? 
I think she was, you know, she was dressed up like Jackie Tyler. It, she, she was doing, she was going with the Jackie Tyler vibe. Yeah. It's true, yeah. So anyway, I can't wait to see her properly because I think she's only just arrived. Um, yeah, so this is the point. So we're only about halfway through the convention at the moment because um, we've just had lunch on the Saturday, which is the, the first real full day. The, the Friday is a sort of. But the dessert day. was disappointing. Yeah, again. Don't, yeah. Sorry. Bring, bring, bring a, bring a cake. Chili but was the food, lovely. the food itself is lovely. Yeah. So it's yeah. like you know, four out of five uh, on the catering oh, front. You're very generous. <laughs> Three. <laughs> so coming up, Colin Baker is now oh, in the house, and, and you've recovered from the shock of seeing the Doctor in Crocs. <laughs> okay, so he walked in. My God, Colin Baker walked into the room. I've never met him before. Um, so he went up to get his um, dinner. So I thought, well, I'm just going to go over there and be nosy and make a coffee. Colin Baker was wearing Crocs. Seriously. Uh, but, but I mean, you're looking to the sixth doctor here to obey fashion, oh, just have good yeah, fashion. That's true. That's true. Uh, I've so. got a picture with him this afternoon. I'm terribly excited about that. <laughs> Katie Manning, by the way, um, I brought my Axon Man woolly figure um, as made by Lucy McCall. Hello, Lucy. Lucy the genius. And uh, the, the, photo, the lady the photo of the wall. Pending. Katie Manning wore it on her head. Like a wig. (laughs) (laughs) It was amazing. That one is going to be too... Oh, my God. How could we have not mentioned John Leeson? Of course. Who was was on this morning. He he was on this morning. Yeah, so he had the the morning slot. It's always a tough one to be on first. And he's adorable. He's so cute. And his voice is so posh and perfect. And he's so friendly. And And he brought like a list of of facts because he said his memory wasn't what it was. But he was fine. He wasn't even looking at it. What was the name of the fella? Who was the interim fella? when Casey Manning hadn't turned up. The Casey Manning and Richard Franklin were late. There were train delays. And someone did an interview. Oh, yeah, no, interview. yeah, Paul, Paul Mark Davies. He was lovely, wasn't he? Well, He's been in was, so many I things. Like, I was like, who the f- is that? And then he started listening. He was the trickster in Sarah J. Yeah. He was the, the teethy man in Utopia. That's the one. Uh, the, yeah, the future yeah. kind. Yeah, and he's yeah. definitely and he's done loads of stuff with uh, with Big Finish. And, and he uh, told a fantastic story about the outfit that he wore in class, and he said that, that was almost <laughs> enough for him to give up his acting career. It was so painful. <laughs> so um, yeah. Uh, Can I say yeah. it's actually very. Um, oh, no, still sorry. recording. Yeah, we're still recording. I'm, um, just, I'm calling up my notes on a different th- screen. That's it's very refreshing to hear somebody be very honest about class and talk about why it didn't work because it didn't work did it let's be honest no for complicated reasons it didn't work uh john leeson's other story about being married three times in one day because he was in a play where he got married and he had to do three performances of it and actually got married the same day that's a good story and then he started talking about bungle from rainbow right and so i found a picture of the original bungle it's Terrifying. It really was. Before he was a cuddly teddy bear, it was a bit, a bit more of a kind of realistic bear look. But as John, as John Leeson said, he looked like a well, no, he didn't swear. He looked like a werewolf. And what Pete said was that he was the war bungle. Yeah, I can't take credit for that. Someone on Twitter Terrifying. thought that. Someone on Twitter thought that up and, st- and was tweeting for a while. There was Mark, a war bungle Twitter Twitter account. When, when this goes out, Mark, you need to put a photograph of the war bungle up. He is really, really he scary. Really and then we had um, yeah, and so, and so then that catches us up with um, Katie Manning and Richard Frank. Franklin, who were a little bit late arriving, so that's why the schedule was rejuggled a bit this morning. They just—I mean, when Katie Manning's on stage, it just—it just everything just rolls, doesn't it? And she was full of stories about Paul Mares, uh, Paul Mars, Mars, and um, Richard Franklin. She loves you, Paul. Oh, some, she loves you. She loves him. And Richard, someone asked Richard Franklin about Mike being a traitor, and all oh, they got telt that Mike was not a traitor. He was utopian oh. and just wanted a better world, but he—but uh, he fell in with a bad bunch. Did um, I ever tell you... Sorry, this is completely off topic now. Did I ever tell you that Paul Mars drew me naked? No. Oh, yeah, he did. Why? 
Oh, hey, no, no, no. It's nothing, nothing <laughs> like that. This can all stay in, by the way, Mark. I, I promise you got <laughs> him. That's what she um, said. No, it's got, he's got a secret Facebook group um, where it's, it's like, like yeah, like money people. And it's it's not um, lurid. It's, it's artistic. And people send him pictures and he draws them and he posts them. And honest to God, artistic license. He made me look freaking amazing. Wow. So, yeah, it's very liberating. He should come and do it at conventions. <laughs> I'll, I'll tell you what, what's going on around here? He get a lot of <laughs> he get a lot of work. Um, yeah, I don't know anything about that. that. Um, lovely. I can see bunny rabbits outside the hotel window at the moment. Oh, can I just say this complex is very, very nice. Okay, but it's very, very flat, and the, the, this what, was been. What do you mean it's flat? The atmosphere. I mean the hotel. It's, it's, it's a one. The hotel has one floor and like four hundred rooms. Oh yeah. So yeah, yeah, like yeah. the journey from my room to, to Joe's room is is like further than, than like you, you you need scooters. It's my... It is basically like episodes one and two of Castrovalva. It's all corridors. It is yeah. Or, or maybe even episode four of Castrovalva. I'll, I'll go all the way. Five and six I, of I'll, Invasion yeah, of Time. Yeah. It's, it's yeah. Um, so Pete and I both thought we were staying in the, the spa resort. Um, so we both went there first off. And this morning at breakfast, did you notice there was all of us. Doctor Who fans shambling along, getting our breakfast, and then in walked some extremely perky, extremely, uh, extremely well well presented young lads who are here. I think yeah. they meant to have gone to the golf. There's a golf resort which I think does things like stag weekends and stuff like that. And uh, and these lads were wearing trousers that would make a thigh blush. They were that tight. And they're, uh, they're the ones we're going to have an orgy <laughs> with later. <laughs> Sorry, I promised gossip. All right. Okay. Okay. Have you seen anything goss- gossip worthy whilst you've been here? No. No. Oh, I'm, I've seen loads. Me? I don't. Uh, I might save it for tomorrow's episode, though. <laughs> okay. Or maybe um, maybe we'll do a live, uh, an update from the bar in a bit because we ought to interview some of our fellow attendees as well, shouldn't we? That's that's very true. That's mm. very true. Uh, whom? Who? We got Mrs. Remington fan. Oh, we'll, yeah, got we'll interview We've David. got half of We've got Mark two from two. two or two. Exactly. Okay. Well, I think that that summarises everything that we've done so That'll far. That'll do you for know. now. Yeah. And uh, now we're going to go back, and I'm going to try and get a picture with Colin Baker. How exciting! See you. Speak to you later, guys. Now follows the 30 seconds of material that we managed to record in the hotel bar at about midnight on Saturday night, uh, where before it mysteriously stopped recording for some reason. I think somebody probably pressed the stop button by accident, probably for the best, but maybe it's nice to include just a little glimpse of that atmosphere anyway. And so now we are sat in a coffee shop, enjoying our completely non-alcoholic coffees and teas. We're pissed in the bar. Bloody coffee shop. Okay, that may not have been true. We had a very nice day. What happened today? I can't remember. We saw uh, Colin Baker, and he asked me why I was gay for Gant. Gay for Ganatus. Right, so we should explain. Joe is wearing a t-shirt that says Gay for Ganatus with three pictures. Three pictures of Ganatus on it. That's right. And he said, why? Made by Mark Rawlins from Two or Two. Hello, Mark. Hello, Mark. Hello. Hello. Hello, and welcome to the continuing Trap 2 podcast. Trap 1. Trap 1. No, well, if we're we're out and about, we could be... Except we should be Greyhounds, really, shouldn't we? Trap 1.5. So, uh... We recorded um, a second segment last night, Drunk in the Bar, where much of it would have had to have been edited out. So here we are in take two, sober, not drunk, in the gardens of uh, Wyberson Lakes on day 
three. It is Sunday. It is Sunday. Of Utopia. And the sun is out. It is the day of the sun. So, what did we talk about yesterday that we now have to talk about again? What should we start with? Uh, Katie Manning? Or John Leeson? John Leeson was the first. John Leeson was up first, wasn't he? Yeah. David and I want to take him. Oh, this is David Maskell, Mrs. Remington fan on uh, Twitter. Say hello, David. Hello, David. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and Mark Rawlins is here from Two Watch Two. Two hello. Two Watch Two. What do you watch? <laughs> and I'm Pete, and that's Joe. Hello. John Leeson, yeah, he was on first, wasn't he? And well, I, I'm going to add a little bit of honesty to this report. A lot of the stories that are told in these conventions are ones that have been told many times before. No. And he forgot the title, didn't he, of his first Yes, story. he called it the Invisible Enema, <laughs> <laughs> which was the funniest thing all day. It's still nice to hear him talk, and he had yeah. his notes with him. Oh. He went through them. Yeah, and really he did nice. talk about Dad's army at the end, I didn't know yeah. anything about that. No, yeah. And about his wife liking his uh, long hair. What was that episode called again? Seamen and what? It was two two soldiers and the <laughs> two seamen soldiers, or something. Two soldiers something and like a seamen, yeah. Some... It was not called there that. I've got a video home like that. Yeah, yeah. Something. something along those lines. In a fascinating crossover, uh, John Leeson told a story that's almost identical one that Dolly Parton tells a lot of the time. Because hey. <laughs> he tells about the time he entered a canine voice impersonating competition at a convention in America and nobody knew what he looked like and he came fourth or something. And Dolly Parton always tells the story about the time that she entered a Dolly Parton drag contest and came third or something. I'm... And so I just think, what if what if there'd been an even more hilarious mix-up and Dolly Parton had accidentally entered the canine Nine drag oh, contest. Yes. <laughs> and John Leeson, John Leeson in drag as Dolly Parton doing a canine. I'm a permanent just... master. Oh <laughs> <laughs> <Jesus>. <laughs> Give that. Where's that spin-off? Canine, 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 canine. Um, so that that was really really fun. Then um, out came John Leeson and in came Paul Mark Davis, who I was like, who the hell is that? And it turns out <laughs> he's, he's played like 900 roles in the new series. He's awesome is who he is, yeah. He, he was the trickster in Sarah Jane. Yeah. And um, he's in class as well, yeah, isn't he? he? Yeah. That almost made oh, him want to give up yeah, acting. he was saying that was <laughs> a bad experience. And, yeah. you know, have you seen class? Who can blame him? And he um, was uh, one of the future kind in Utopia. Name of this yes. convention, nice little tie in there. Oh, oh, but yeah. he's one of those guys who's just he's a really big, tall guy with yeah. a big voice and just full of charm and charisma. Didn't know him all that well before, and it, that was really good. He was quite handsome as well, you know. I and, agree. and he was quite charismatic. Yeah. So, yeah. 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 It was certainly more handsome than Richard Franklin that came next. Well, that's just a matter of personal taste. I think you're being very judgmental. Can I, <laughs> you can't can see I the say, face. He just can I just say one thing? Mark had a photograph with Richard Franklin. It's a very nice today. photo. I would not say it's a nice photo. In fact, in a ghoulish prank, he stuck the picture up on the TV in the night and left the curtain open a tad so the moonlight could hit it and I would wake up in the night and he looks like the child catcher in this picture. He's coming out of the TARDIS yeah. and I'm eagerly awaiting the other side. <laughs> you look terrified. Um, but, but, yeah. but well, and he's got because he's on stage with Katie Manning. It's not easy to um, it's not easy to, to, to shine when you're being outshone by Katie Manning. Oh, Anybody, he tried. Any, he did but he try. did. He gave it his best shot. Didn't yeah, he? and that, it's still really it's lovely having those two. Katie back. Manning was very honest about how um, the acting profession was hit during the pandemic. Uh, I really like that because it wasn't like a lot of the time Katie Manning will come on stage and it's all very oh hello my darlings mm. my lovelies isn't life beautiful and wonderful and actually she she spoke about that and said about how um, making a living during the last year yeah. has been really tough for actors and I got the impression that everybody that was there yesterday was so happy to be back doing conventions yeah. that's like, the point well she basically said that season 8 saved her 
because of all the Blu-ray stuff, it got her out of the house and it got her. Yeah. Another, yeah. And I must say, I was like the first person in the queue to meet Cage Money. I was probably like fourth or fifth. I still was waiting an hour. <laughs> and if anyone's met Cage Money, I think that's possibly a record. They closed yes. off the queue for a while because it was so long. Yeah. Uh, but she spent eight, like a long time. Like you get yeah. a good five minutes chatting to her every single person. Mark went so off nice. to have his oh. autograph done, and then that time I went back to the hotel room, had a bath, had a sleep. And then he walks in and I'm like, where have you been all this time? It's like, no, I've literally been in the queue for Katie Manning. Like, it's so nice because she has time for every single yeah. person that she mm. sees. Oh, I've got, can I mention this? Um, when Mark exited the convention room at one point in this open plan convention room <laughs> oh, uh, where everybody can be seen. Because you want to sneak out. You don't want to make it. Well, someone was in the middle of talking. You want, yeah, to, you want you to leave. leave. You know how Bilal from Death to the Dark sort of leans forward and <laughs> has got his arms out. Yeah. <laughs> was a bit like that sneaking out of the room. It was proper, proper dick dastardly tip, tiptoeing. Uh, it was hilarious. And just everyone in the room watched. Oh, um, food watch yesterday. TripAdvisor is now going up to 3.5 because, uh, what was the night? Mediterranean. Yeah, yes. it was a lot nicer Lasagna. than the pie night. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, I had a very, very nice, nice. gammon egg and chips. So I, yeah. I, I, Did, I, I with the two little eggs that look like boobies. The, the Madonna's boobies. That's right. Sorry. <laughs> Um, anyone got anything for Gossip's Corner? You haven't said about Colin Baker. No, yeah, yeah Colin Baker's next. Colin, you're Colin with Colin Baker. Yeah. Ah, uh, oh, the oh, highlight yeah. of my life. And I was wearing a T-shirt uh, that Mark made. Oh, there's a story about that as well. <laughs> that said "Gay for Ganatus." I can get it out this time. Yeah. And Colin Baker was like, "Why are you gay for Ganatus?" I don't know why he's Tom Baker all of a sudden. Um, <laughs> and I said, "Cause he's very pretty." And he's like, "Am I a Ganatus?" And I was like, "No, you're." Pretty. Yeah, Colin. Like, <laughs> then he had a photograph taken with me where he's mincing. He's being coquettish. He was being Yes, he was determined to be as, as, as pretty as possible for you. It was, it was basically it was, the, it was the really highlight. Nice. I've been married, you know, but that was the highlight of my life. <laughs> I must say as well, having met Colin a lot over the years, this was the best I've seen him at an event. Just, just mm. because he just, was so like with he's it. working again. He's well, that, yeah. and also he like his panel. He was so happy to be there. He was so chat. Like sometimes he could be a bit quiet and a bit kind of, you know, just there and, and sign stuff. But he was so chatty, so engaged. And his stories as well. Like obviously, I've heard a lot of interviews with Colin Baker. Some of the stuff he talked about, I've never heard. Like he talked no. about Jonathan Creek about how he loved having all the hot women <laughs> yeah. after him. <laughs> the yeah. first time, yeah. And he sang and the a brothers. song, didn't he? What was yeah. the song he sang? He sang a couple of songs. Well, there was a, the, ex, the, the guy who was interviewing me explained that we weren't allowed to do any singing because of COVID restrictions. And Colin said, oh, yeah, of course. Well, I did once write a song, you know. And then he started singing it. Yeah. Uh, although, well, maybe maybe it wasn't Su- super le- within legal terms, it wasn't. Paul's, yeah. uh, uh, Paul? You're not Paul, are you? No. No, Pete's. Uh, journalistic notes inform me that it was called Lorraine in Spain and it was for Supola. I was building up to that. You're oh, I'm cripping so sorry. my nose. You're right. You're bad. You this put is your what phone on the when table. You try to be professional about these things. Sorry. 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 Um, well, the next thing I was going to say after revealing because <laughs> and here I will now go and try and find a YouTube clip of it and see if we can splice it into this podcast because yeah Colin Baker really did write a song called Lorraine in Spain for Supola. Do you think it was the number one? No. no. It's probably a number maybe it was, 20. Maybe it was number one in Spain. Number 200. <laughs> maybe. maybe. <laughs> but have you ever heard him sing, Hey, I'm the very model of a Gallifreyan buccaneer? He's not the world's best singer, I'm going to be honest. He's, well, he's lovely. He talked about um, 
and he talks about how he first got involved in musicals and now um, mm. he was he went to see one with his with his parents and uh, and as they were standing up to leave he said oh, I want to do that and the guy in front turned around and said do you because I'm in charge of the Manchester whatever it is club and and he, that was how he got into theatre that oh that was the first step so he says his, his best advice to any actor anyone who wants to be an actor is be lucky because yeah, that's the kind of yeah, thing it takes yeah. some just random thing happens and I suddenly you get a chance because on the Colin Baker at Eight, no, not 80. He did an interview for Big Finish yeah. about his life, and he does the same accent on that. Oh, hello, young man. <laughs> I just happen to be the head of the Operatic Society. Come and see me next... I don't know what accent I was doing No, now. it was a Manchester accent, which... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but, Yorkshire. But he was fabulous. Yeah, he was. Yeah. He, he was. He was my favourite. And he's ever so chuffed that he's done over 100 Big Finishes now. And, oh, and he was asked if there was going to be another two doctors. Which doctor would you want it to be? And he straight away said, Jodie Whittaker. Yeah, and he went he to... Yeah. yeah. Many NMDs have penetrated this convention. Okay. <laughs> and last night in the bingo, we, we I had words. the number 55, and the, the clue was not Orphan 55. <laughs> no. What was it? It was something random. I can't remember now. Just something that rhymed with Paradise Five. five Pete, yeah. Pete like was that. fuming. I was. I, I had was. a word with with with. And the fellow Andy. Andy's a lovely guy. He's, 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 oh, nobody's he's nobody's quite perfect, but he's not a fan of the current version of the show. So he we, said he didn't even know what Orphan 55 was. I know. Was. I gave him a, jo- a jocular reprimand for that. Let's put it that. Way. I think it was John Killer. Or was I just yelling abuse no, at him? I can't remember. He, he said hello to me this morning, so it must have been yeah. forgivable. But anyway, yeah, Colin loves Jodie Whittaker. Uh, she, she thinks she's. And, and it, was, it was interesting, he was talking about. If you'd, he said if you'd asked me when he, was, when he was younger, he would have just said he wanted to work with the most talented people in the world. But now that he's older and he's seen a bit more of the world, he wants nice to work people. with. That's it, he wants to work with the, peop- with the people that's who right. are the most talented and. God, if Joe had sat next to you at school, you totally were a big I would have been stealing all your answers, yeah. Uh, but he also said that she's very pretty as well, and that doesn't hurt. No, I think he's, I think he said previously. I think when she was first announced, he said they've made me even prettier, which is the when, best response. When Colin Baker was first announced and had a photo call with Nicola Bryant, yeah, he looked gorgeous in those. But how did they turn him into the sixth Doctor? In what that happened? white, in that white suit, that striped yeah. suit. Yeah, it was, he was yeah. starred at him. Honestly, <laughs> would you have him now? Probably, if I'm honest, just just to be able. Um, <laughs> edit point at 11 no, minutes 55 no, seconds. I, I promise God. Okay, this is, this is chap in? one. It's a sophisticated. Anyway, moving on. Can I put something else in Gossip's Corner? Okay. Um, okay, so I went into the room where the props were and Camille Kajuri was there. Oh, this I was is like, funny. how exciting. Camille Kajuri's here. And two lovely fat. Don't, don't cut this. <laughs> this is the real convention. Anyways, no one else was around, so I could be lying. Um, but there were these two fans who wanted a picture with Camille Kajuri. And she's like, no. I'm not doing that. I was like, that's rude. And they were like, please. And she's like, well, I'm not supposed to, but I will. And she went straight over and grabbed the red knob on the TARDIS. And she did do it. Well, then. But, uh, I think it's COVID. I think they've all been, I think they were a little bit confused about what the COVID rules are. Some. The she was, she yeah. was great on stage. She was. Oh, was she? Yeah. Oh, she was really, okay. really well, funny. Well, what about charming? the story she drops? Oh, yeah. Well, first, she, she, you, you, you go straight for the scandal bits, don't you? This is journalism. <laughs> this is the beef they want. Well, I'm just going to say she, we had you know, hummus for dinner, aren't we? <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. Um, she told hundreds of stories about working with Timothy Dalton, da da da, working, and, and uh, all sorts of people. Uh, but yeah, then she was asked who the best person she's ever worked with is. And first, she talked about someone whose name I can't actually remember because it was a, a, one of her friends from a show I've not seen. And she talked about her at great length. And then, yeah, and then she said, and Noel Clark, one of the best people I've ever worked with. Uh-huh. And there was this kind of awkward silence, and she just went, "Yeah, that went." Psst. A hayball <laughs> then bounced across the stage yeah. in the wind, God. and the interviewer moved on because I guess they decided to not go to all of that scandal because she doesn't. The night she doesn't want to... Michael Jason. 
Well, Michael Jason hung around. Bloody hell, did he? He was getting a drink day. off everyone, yeah. wasn't he? Yeah. Yeah. Thank God, so, I'm pleased he played... I said this to you this morning. I'm very pleased he played a villain, you know, so I wasn't that keen on him anyway. But I... Oh, sorry. I'm being really mean. I'm going to shut up. Um, and he's here tonight. <laughs> <laughs> this is your life. Yeah. Next. Uh, we are... Wendy uh, Padbury. Oh, yes. Oh. You cannot have a Utopia type Phantom Convention without Wendy Padbury. She'd had a few, though. I'm telling you. <laughs> Via Zoom. Via Zoom. Via Zoom right. from France, where she is trapped. And there was this and fabulous, <laughs> fabulous kind of um, chemistry between her and Paul, is it? Yeah. Yeah, they were just insulting each other all the time. I yeah. think they like each other. I think they do. Oh, they do, yeah. Oh, yeah, they do. Yeah, yeah. Although he says that sometimes people don't get it and come up to him and like, oh, she was so horrible to you. But, he's, uh, but they absolutely take the piss like out of each other. Was like an impression of an old person? Yeah, just, sometimes, When yeah. she was coming, I can't hear you! I can't hear you! What are you saying? You're all very dark on the screen. It was a bit touch and go with the technology. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It was like, yeah. we're just about, it's going to work. Yes, it's just about working. And it was quite um, funny when at one point, sorry, I'm now jumping the gun, Sophie appeared. Right. A, and it does kind of, it did kind of feel like she didn't know who she was at first. Oh yeah, <laughs> Sophie Aldridge came on, right? And they started talking about the football and all of a sudden someone was like, England. I'm like, that is one loud fucking fan over there. And it was Sophie Aldridge going up on the stage. <laughs> Um, uh, yeah, and there was a, pen, a moment when the penny dropped when... Um, <laughs> she was like, oh, Sophie, hello. Yeah, yeah. And, she, and, and Wendy Pavard was like, oh, I've just had Silver Round. He's just been round to stay. It's like, that's Lots amazing. of alcohol. That's amazing. So, yeah, that's what she said. Lots of alcohol. <laughs> he drank a lot. Not the two of us. Sylvester, wink, wink. Sylvester McCoy just dropping in on, on Wendy Pavard is just amazing. In, in France. In France, Oh, yeah. to be a fly on that wall. Uh, <laughs> yeah, the room, else, room 101. Oh yeah, the game where they did uh, the competitive room one. Disaster, on wasn't it? All the things I voted for didn't go in. So oh well, um, cancel it. We need to Sophie Aldred versus the guy who played the Slovene. Eric Potts. Eric, Eric Potts. Potts, the Slovene, yes, who was very nice. And uh, yeah, they each had to nominate things for, for for them, for the audience to vote to put into room one on one. So we had Love Island, we had sure Jedward. Yeah. We had... Um, I didn't recognise him. He <laughs> didn't well, have the zip. Well, he's dead within the first ten minutes of the episode, so... Yeah, he's not... No. And that he's, guy he's, was he's, fought here at this convention. If they've got an uncredited sea devil, they can get a ten minute. <laughs> There's an uncredited sea devil here. Yeah, of course there is. Does someone gonna have a signature? Well, yeah. It was a but, lot of fun. It that, was a lot of fun. fun. It, it was, was really fun. funny. Although I wanted to rush to the defence of Hartley Hare, who who is a horrifying puppet. But yeah, she put. Uh, there was it was um, TV show, wasn't it? And yeah. Harry Potts quite <laughs> rightly put Love Island in, yeah. and then there was Pipkin mm. that Sophie Aldridge put in. Oh, okay. No, because it's right. I remember her. talking about this last night when we did the drunk version of this. Please go and Google Pipkin and see the picture of this obscene-looking bunny rabbit <laughs> with scary teeth doing weird things to a dolly. I, I kept showing everyone pictures of it. It was terrible. Oh, another bit for Gossip's Corner. Uh, in the evening, somebody emptied their ball sack all over a table. That was quite interesting. Uh, that was in the bingo. So everyone looked really worried then as to what I was talking about. I still don't know what you're talking about. Bingo. In the bingo. Yeah. He said, I'm going to empty my ball sack. He had a, a Oh, the bag of, of his... Okay, right, okay. I don't know what happened in your evening, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> there was a game of bingo in the bar in the yes. evening. That was the evening entertainment. Well, um, if that, that's the which, most boring way you can possibly say context to your comments. To the point of going back earlier to Wendy Pabry going, why are you asking me all these questions? I thought I was going to be watching you dance. Yeah, yeah but did she think she was going to come and watch us have a disco? Well, like, yeah, because they, cause they normally do. They normally do. They normally have them all doing wacky challenges and things on stage, but they couldn't... Uh, I'm like, used to Wendy Padbury always being with Fraser Hines, and they have that hmm. lovely kind of acerbic chemistry going on, you yeah, know? Yeah, yeah. Well, I got the impression that Wendy just was a bit bored of 
Doctor Who questions, I think. She said that. She was just... Yeah. Just, I've answered these she, questions... Yeah, basically... You know what I said earlier about hearing the same stories over and over again? Mm. Like, well, I'm going to tell you the story about the Vickers and Knickers. You could all tell me it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah she told it, but I think she's I could say to you, should I ask her what her death row meal would be? And you told... You didn't death row meal? Yeah, because yeah. we were like... She's like, I, I was going to ask her something just completely We all random. chose one. What did you choose? Death row meal. No, Mark said pizza. I said steak and chips. I wasn't there for this conversation. What would you Death row meal. Next to me. Well, or maybe I was actually paying attention to Wendy Pad. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> you were all entertaining oh, yeah, yourselves. In fact, I was listening to that hilarious anecdote about knickers and the kilt because I, and the vicar because I'd never heard it before. In the first one no, we I did of this, in the first segment of this, uh, first segment the, of the future j- journalist report. Yeah. Did I mention about the taxidermy? Uh, don't oh, know. Oh, God. So, Michael Jaston was talking, right? And I had a notification on Facebook whilst he was talking yeah. that Mark here was interested in an event. And so I had clicked on it, and it was a picture of a load of dead cats that was stuffed having a tea party. And we then spent half an hour laughing, and he nearly left the room. Oh, he was the pain laughing really. trying not to laugh. You know when you're not supposed to? But it was an yeah, inappropriate moment, laugh. wasn't it? Because yeah. he was talking about, he was talking about something like... Of somebody he hated. Serious yeah. chat yeah. about his career. Yeah, yeah. And you're just like, yeah. like, oh, look at these stuffed cats. Anyway, anyway. So the, but the, 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 it's not over yet. This no. is day three. We've got. And well, I've already, I've already, I don't think they saved the best for last, really. That day. <laughs> I, disagree, like, I disagree they, with you. No, the best day was number two. Colin Baker, Katie Manning, John Lee. Joe, we've we've Google. had the highlight. Oh of God, the Angela Bruce is behind me. No, I'm joking. <laughs> we've had the highlight of the weekend. That was Angela Bruce saying morning to us at breakfast. Oh, she did. I nearly died. It goes to me, that's Angela Bruce in the corner. I went, oh, that woman with the white hair? I was like, oh yeah, she's got older. Yeah, she, yeah. people do get older. They're they? allowed She to. was like, are you, are you looking forward to today? And we were like, yeah, can't wait. She was like, I'm pleased someone is. And they kind of walked out in a jokey way. She said, we're going to have a laugh. <laughs> say, you I can take know, that she's... various ways. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. If, she, if she said it in a jokey way, that's, that's oh, good. Oh, uh, okay. I'm sorry. There's something I need to report immediately. Oh, okay. okay. So last night, right, as we were trying to sleep... Um, a group of rowdies. They were on a stag the stag, night. The stag dude, who all came in Hawaiian shirts and looked like they were all coming to enter a JNT, um, JNT lookalike contest at one point. I'm not going to lie. They're all, they're way hotter than the Doctor Who guests, let's be honest. Anyways. What? Um, <laughs> what, what, sorry. Around this table is an exception. Um, and anyway, we're trying to get to sleep in the night and we, Mark and I become very aware that outside the window there's people at two in the morning playing rounders. <laughs> well, they had torches. They I don't know torches. what they were doing out there. And then they started running up and down the corridors. Knocking on doors. Knock down ginger on the doors. I'm sorry, we're getting our money back tonight. We can get a <laughs> wink of sleep. You'd not get your good night's sleep guaranteed. No. And it wasn't, now you say they were knocking on doors. Were they actually just trying to make you turn down Come Back Mrs. Noah? Which I understand <laughs> you were watching at three o'clock in the morning or something. That seems like perfect Valid light entertainment <laughs> before bed. That would send you to sleep, wouldn't it? Yeah. <laughs> it well, look, <laughs> it's gone 10 o'clock, everything's already started. We've got to go and actually attend this convention instead of sitting here talking about it. Are you sure there's nothing else to add? Hang on. We're, we'll be back, we can do more later. We'll be back. Okay. Well, we've, got to, we've got to do the end of today. Sophie Aldred and Angela Bruce. <laughs> we'll catch you later. Bye. We'll go around and introduce ourselves, which we didn't do properly last time. <laughs> Yes, all right, Jack. So, <laughs> I'm tired. It's been a long three days. Wonderful, but, but tiring I'm not. Days. I'm wide awake. Oh, God. Hello, yeah, my name is Joe Ford, reporting here from Wybertson Lakes. Where? Oh, God, a from fly. Where? Um, from where? Wybertson. Wybertson. Oh, where? What's it called? Wyboston. Wybertson. Wybertson Lakes. Ladies and gentlemen, delicates and dravens. Uh-huh. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Uh, and we're also here with David... 
Am I doing my last name? Yeah, go on. Oh, Maskell. Uh, your Twitter handle? Mrs. Remington fan. Okay. You surely do, honey. And? Mark Rawlins. And your Twitter handle? At Mark Raw. <laughs> <laughs> Only fans available. And I'm still Pete of, uh, of Very Pete Lambert on Twitter. Also, Sunday. You know, I only realised recently that it was Verity Lambert. Yeah, you see, originally it was Ver- I, I was something completely different. I was just Pete Lambert, and then but then one day when it was for Christmas, I turned myself into Very Tree Lambert, which uh, I thought was like a fun of that. And then I was like, oh, I could just be Very Pete afterwards. Yeah. So Sunday, day three. It's often a more laid-back experience. People mm-hmm. have been basically hangovers is what most people have got, as well as wonderful happy memories. But still, a packed day. Oh, I had a terrible hangover this morning. <laughs> oh my word! I wasn't the only one. Not the only one by a long. I've, we've long already mentioned shot. the stag party, haven't we? And the, yeah. the last report. The JNT stag party that was going on. Yes. That's what happened differently <laughs> today than yes. Oh, David joined us for breakfast this morning and had five sausages. I did. Mm-hmm. The meat variety. Yeah. <laughs> it was lovely. It was worth getting up at 6.30 for. And I think the highlight of the day is just two words, isn't it, really? Angela Bruce. Who Amazing. Is absolutely bonkers. She came out to the group photo and started going, Oh, you! Like, shouting at me. It was very odd, but amazing. She was, yeah, pretending to be drunk, wasn't she? Mm-hmm. Yeah. She's really good because she. I saw her at Pandorica a couple of years ago. So whenever I see Angela Bruce, it's going to be an event. You just know you're going to have a really good time. We'd go to just the weekend of Angela Bruce insulting us. Oh, really, yeah. to be honest. Well, she did insult David. Yes. So she was. She was doing a panel, and someone asked her, "What's what's the highlight of your career?" Kind of thing. What are you most proud of? And she said, "Oh, meeting my wife and talking about playing Mary Seacole." Is that mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And. Uh, so then, of course, they picked me. Story. It was a lovely story. Mm. And of course, they picked me for the next question. And I said, "Oh, I what do you mean they picked you?" Were like, "Oh, me, me, me." Yeah, but as in like they picked <clears> me <throat> for the, the next question. And I said, "Oh, I'm sorry, this is going to be a crap question." But she was in a thing called Ghost Hunter when I was a kid, and I asked her what the memories were of that, and she basically said, "I didn't have any, any, and yes, it was a crap question." <laughs> we, we also came to the staggering conclusion that since Battlefield aired, she has in fact been in Geneva for the last twenty years, the Br- yeah, awaiting on her next assignment. And when she came out. There was a sea devil costume right next to her. There is a photograph that we will send you to go with it, <laughs> where she suddenly realised that the uh, convention has been infiltrated by a monster. Yeah. Yeah. Called yep. back into action. Absolutely. That's, right. That's what we need. Re- recall Bambera. Oh, we've got. There she goes. She's flying over right now. There she is. Well, However, <laughs> I also need to say that she is a complete whore because. <laughs> no, no, wait. I'll explain that. Um, because. She told me that I was her favourite when I said that she was gorgeous, and then I heard her telling every other bugger the same thing. Yeah. And she had an uh, she had an argument with oh. Sophie Aldred because of me, which I was quite enjoying. Because during the first lockdown, I made some top trump cards, which were the McCoy era, and I gave a packet to a packet a set to yeah. Sophie Aldred and Angela Bruce. Next thing I know, Angela Bruce and Sophie Aldred are comparing their scores. To which Angela Bruce says, <laughs> "Why have I got less scores yeah. than Sophie Aldred, apart from on Fear Factor?" And then, and then she said, "Have you seen Sophie when she's drunk?" So when she's had a few <laughs> vodkas in her, she's the most terrifying woman you've ever met. So is that is that is that Sophie Aldred's or Ace's biggest strength in your cards? Her Fear Factor? No, but Bambera's. <laughs> oh, oh, I see. It's uh. her Fear Factor. <laughs> I I never met Sophie Aldred today. What? I, I would have. Oh, felt she's like on a, in a bit. I would have yeah. felt like a bit of a hypocrite. So I didn't go and meet her. No, she's on a bit. She was lovely, though. She in, was. In fact, at one point, she stopped the queue to take a photo of, on her website of her signing something that I had, which oh. was a little bit embarrassing. That's nice. <laughs> she's great. They're both great in both yeah. signing. Can I just say so on the subject energy. of Top Trumps that... Yeah. Um, sorry, Mark. Oh, we should I play that tonight. This now, we should that play Mark that Mark and I, in fact, stopped off uh, at some point and played Top Trumps 
in the bedroom. My one? Yeah. Did you? Yeah. I'm going to have to do that tonight. It was fantastic. We played the John Pertwee ones. John Pertwee. Yeah. How, how many are there? Oh, uh, I've, done John, I've done John Pertwee, Patrick Troughton, Colin Bacon, Sylvester. Is this available you know for great? download or is this a... Uh, available uh, to buy. Uh, if you just, uh, as they say, slide into my DMs <laughs> on Twitter. Check out Mrs. And Remington ev- fan for your top Every single needs. card you can do a quote. It's amazing. So yeah. much fun. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. Go on, go but on. we had awesome panels as well with um, Mike Mungarvan and Steve Ismay, Monster Who? Operators Supreme, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. and and the um, and, and particularly uh, Mike, who was the guy in Re- Resurrection. Resurrection. Thank you <laughs> of the Daleks, who got his face hugged by the Dalek mutants, uh, which was uh, and and what a lovely face it was. And, and still also still is. Had, uh, had had the death scenes, didn't he? Where he was one yeah. of the three that mm-hmm. went a bit over the top. Yeah, he was a, I didn't realize. He was a Dalek operator as well as a Dalek victim and they'd both been in Star Wars and one of them had been in EastEnders they were on first this morning and that's a tough job to do being on first yeah. at, uh, at 10 o'clock on a Sunday morning but they were really nice got and as a me. beautiful gesture um, Professor Incognito and Mr Anonymous we don't know who they are dressed up as a Zygon and a uh, Sensorite and you can have a free picture taken with them and that was lovely jump in the gun why? Because that was the just now, and I'm st- I'm doing ten o'clock. We are not doing this in a linear fashion, you know. <laughs> you I'll get you, Moffat. He had to come into this at some point, didn't he, <laughs> Moffat? Because next we had Tara Ward, Preston from Warriors of the Deep, and Claire Clifford, Professor Carl from Earthshock. Oh, and can she you give now... a single quote of what she said in Earthshock? They've killed everyone. Oh. Um, something yeah. like that. What about? But generally, she no, she's traumatised. Yeah. I mean, that's, 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 but that's what's so cool about it. And she's like, she's this poor. She's just trying to do a dissertation about dinosaur bones, and a load of robots show up and start shooting everyone. I thought, poor well, woman, they're dead, aren't they? Yes. There you go. She's what about that. what about? Uh, you know, she gets shocked because <laughs> yes. she does a rather rubbish scream. <laughs> well, David dropped the. In fact, she was asked to sign a resurrection of the Daleks. Yes. Whilst I was whilst I was queuing up to meet someone that's in front kosher. of me, front someone in front of me got Resurrection of Diets and you know I'm a bit of a nosy bugger. Did bugger? You... Bugger. Burger? Burger. 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 Sarah Burger. Listen your men on the... No sorry. <laughs> um, and uh, <clears throat> yeah someone got Claire Clifford to sign Resurrection of Diets and we think she, they, they thought, thought she was, she was Chloe Ashcroft. Chloe Ashcroft. <laughs> yeah. It was Another slightly fabulous awkward, death. Though when Nobody booked any photos. Yeah. Oh my god! No, they did. They did. I was going to. I really did. No, no, we were in the room. We were there. They walked in. They had (coughs) one shot for the. Yeah. And then the woman that was arranging people around the room. Preston, they did, didn't they? No. They both came in, just had one photo and left. But I think maybe they thought that's what it was about. Yeah. I hope they didn't feel bad. Because they were both and and Tara Ward has had like loads of books published on on mindfulness and things like eighteen. She was very happy, wasn't she? She sold 500,000 books apparently. Uh, and, uh, on, maybe on she's had the most impressive career out of anyone here yeah. this weekend. Then how dare you, Angela Bruce? <laughs> That's true. But um, I, but Claire Clifford, I've got to say, she's got a little. There's something about her now. She uh, and she was. She's really. She's just got that really awesome. Um, well, professory energy, a little bit of little bit of Damaris Heyman energy as well, that little eccentric. And she was talking about how much she'd love there to be a doctor who was uh, an older woman, a mature woman, and basically she's saying basically she wants to be the doctor, and uh, and she'd make him more grumpy and be much more like William Harnell. And I'm 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 there for that. Can I say one thing about Angela Bruce? 
you've said we've about a million things. Bruce. When are you Angela. marrying Angela Bloody I was, Bruce? I just want to say one more thing. Well, she she <laughs> looks fabulous. <laughs> she, does. she does. Absolutely fabulous. All right. And the style, her, cl- her jacket oh, is just... Amazing. Oh, amazing. And those trainers. Yeah. Oh, yeah. my. She, she owns it. herself. Can I just shout out to the couple that are cosplaying as the first Doctor and Kameka, which <gasps> oh, I noticed today, which yes. is the highlight of my day. They're adorable. Amazing. I managed to get a picture where they were like holding each other's hand. I mean, that's a bit pervy, taking a photograph of them, but... I got one around the hotel the like, day. Was it through a window? Or, you, no. or were you well, actually... Mark, Mark was going to take one. He's like, you do it. I was like, all right. <laughs> so I'm, I'm pretending it. I'm on my phone while <laughs> taking a picture. We need to find them. We need to find them and have a If you're listening, yeah. just slide us a DM just so we know oh, who you are. Absolutely amazing. They are. Yeah. Um, and what else have we had? Oh, of course we've had the two daughters, Maisie and Daisy. Um, oh, of, yeah. Um, uh, and talk Maisie? about that. Uh, Sa- Sadie. Sadie and Daisy. hell is Maisie? Sunday. Yeah, Sadie and Daisy. Somebody's daughter. Anyway, they were lovely. very beautiful as well. And and just wonderful voices. You can see why Big Finish uh, are, are giving them all sorts to do, as well as obviously the the, the, the tributes to their to their mums, but but doing all sorts of other stuff too, because they're obviously just really talented and really lovely. And on a personal one as well, today we had Andrew Morgan, who oh, directed yeah. Remembrance of the Daleks, which for me was a big big thing because he yeah, he directed Tom and the Rani, more importantly. <laughs> Sorry, Yurak. Yurak. Yurak, get in here. Um, and she, this prattle. Yes, Doctor, coming. Uh, she, uh, he directed <laughs> my first Doctor Who story I ever watched, so it was quite a big moment for me. Yeah. Because if I was saying if it wasn't for him, I wouldn't be a Doctor Who fan. One thing to say to you about that: pretentious is the word. <laughs> Can I say it's Remembrance of the Daleks? Time. If it had been Time of the Rani, I probably wouldn't be a fan. Really? Have you seen it? Time of the Rani is amazing. I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. Highlight of the weekend. We'll start with you. We'll start with you, Mark, because you you said enough of this, Jay. Really. <laughs> I mean, I'm gonna probably have to say it's Angela Bruce, and I knew, I like, I've seen her before, but I knew that she would have all that energy and just her talk was amazing. Um, Can I do an I addendum? Would, to I would that? always go and see her. If I see her again at an, uh, at an event, yeah. I would definitely go. Yeah. Uh, well, mine was also that chat, but it was whilst I was on my phone and I googled Angela Bruce and was scrolling through lots of pictures, and no, we found some lovely pictures of her in Rocky Horror mm-hmm. and. And uh, oh, what was the hammer, hammer horror thing? In hammer House of Horror, yeah. But then I scrolled across and there was a picture of not Angela Bruce and Mark fell about for about two hours. That was the highlight. No, no, that wasn't the highlight. The highlight was me and you guys. And, and, you know, as much as having the guests here is amazing, there is a fabulous, like, community feel here. And so the friendships, that's, mm. that is the highlight. And also the way that photo studios have been set up. With the having the TARDIS, so she mm. distance. Yeah, it's all really, uh, it's really in really a way, well, it hasn't, it's been really yeah. well organised. It hasn't felt like well, it hasn't felt restricted. It hasn't felt different, if that makes yeah. sense. It's just felt like a normal. Game. What's your highlight? Yeah, it's difficult. I've loved it all. Um, probably, I mean, I think Colin Baker was just oh, my, my yes. doctor on form. He was loving it, loving. He was clearly enjoying himself, full of stories. Uh, and and the, but then today as well, um, definitely all, all of the the sort of the the monster players and thing and uh, people and monster victims that we've met today are people who I've not seen interviewed before, and that's always really interesting too. So yeah, it was given the fact that most of the guests that have come here to this have done this over and over and over and over again. They all brought something like fresh. I felt. Yeah. This. Yeah. Oh, and Camille, I've not mentioned Camille. Camille's Camille's talk yesterday. I, think I mentioned it in the previous one, but um, she again, she was just really nice, and she walked past me in the corridor and just uh, like I just went. Oh, hello and I was starstruck and didn't, didn't she, mm. she was just saying hello to people walking around and uh, so I won't forget her she probably fancied you oh, who could who could blame yeah, her yeah. indeed <laughs> so um, it's been worth waiting for it has um, however the highlight will probably be the carvery that happens later oh on. yes <laughs> yeah.
the climax of Sunday Night Carvery. That's right. Oh, and the episode of Treasure Hunt we're planning on watching later too. <laughs> Not Combat Mrs. Noah. No, it, that was last night. Oh, so oh, I see. Yeah. Is this uh, what you're watching around eight o'clock tonight when yeah. Mrs. Noah's not coming We've got home? A triple bill of how clean is your house? Man about the house. And oh my love. Oh, there's a bit of vinegar there, my love. <laughs> oh, a little agazy. Let's go and see what. Oh, the, look dirt, at the, the back. dirty beggars. Oh, look at the bacteria in here, my love. Oh, she's Scottish, isn't she? <laughs> Aggie's Scottish. Yeah, she's, no, she's like, oh Look. my God, this is covered in Staphylococcus. I've no idea what you're doing, but I know you're doing it wrong. <laughs> Kim Woodburn goes, Staphylococcus, that's it. That's Staphylococcus. How do you remember these names? Because she talks about it in every episode. <laughs> no, Kim Woodburn all goes, what are you doing now, my loves? Just a bit of vinegar, my loves. Just rub it on there, my loves. No matter what it is, a bit of blood on the floor. Just get a bit of vinegar there, my loves. You'll remember that, my lovely, won't you, next You'll time? Is, is this Tabby and Tilda? Just being <laughs> outside. <laughs> yeah, a bit silly, dear. Can Kim Woodburn come to a convention? That would be amazing. She Why? Would, she would fit with <laughs> I want to meet her. Kim Woodburn is a resi. She's definitely um, one of <laughs> uh, Also, this is going out on the Trap One podcast, and this is just... Some like, of it. And, no, no, all all of it. The edited, the edited highlights. Um, and so just to say, Mark, next time you need to come. Yes. We want to meet you in person. And do All a right. proper proper podcast. I can insult your accent in person this time, rather than on a podcast. <laughs> so um, I hope it's been a nice little taste of convention life coming back oh, to the sorry, world. Sorry, one uh, other thing. Just want yeah? to say thank you to Phantom. Of course. Who, yes. I don't know if they're going yeah, to be listening to But I mean, they, they've, they've really... They mm. should be very proud of themselves. Yeah, the amount... And to do this under these circumstances. And all yeah, the postponements yeah. and postponements yeah. and just not giving up and just keeping at it. Oh, and thank you for them as well for being really shit at the quiz. We came second. Letting us come second. That's right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Bloody audio books. Yeah, yeah that, that was, was the worst round. round. But yeah. we, got, we got the best score. We got four out of ten, which was the best that anyone did. Yeah. Aye. I just remember there's raffle. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. Right. it's, it's taking place very yet. soon. And possibly now. Uh, so no, let's go and see what's what the winning number again? 501. Is that what you've got? Yeah. Uh, I haven't got a number. One. Oh. <laughs> oh, and just, you know, a little addendum to last night's drama with the stag party. They have, in fact, checked out. So we may get some sleep tonight. Um, and on that note... I still... They're all recording a podcast now about these nightmare people who kept them awake till 3am watching Come Back Mrs. Noah in the no, next room. we were literally just going, <laughs> gentlemen and dravens. <laughs> <laughs> Are we done? We're done. <laughs> <laughs>